BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Flame 
my row, also known as my row flame. Coming with laughs and coming with jams. On Love Lounge, baby, you better catch it when you can. Dropping knowledge from fatherhood to politics. Shouting out comics, just paying homage. What's up, Tiff? Yeah, you know she ready. Shy Town Zone speaking to the grown and sexy. We gon' laugh, cut them and kick it. And at the end, we leave it with just to lift your spirits. Make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Can't no bitch do what you do. This is comedian Flame Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn. I have a very special guest here today who we're going to get to momentarily, but I just want to tell you guys, thank you for joining us. I'm with my producer, Mr. Aaron, and we are having, we're going to have an amazing show for you guys. I'm glad you all came in. And I have my resident white woman, my friend, my Bostonian, the one and only, the lady herself, Miss Bobby Clifford. Hi, Bobby! Hi, Flame! Oh, she said that's so ladylike and demure. <laughs> that ain't no lady, y'all. That ain't no lady. No. <laughs> Welcome, Bobby. Thank you. Bobby, I got such rave reviews for you a couple of weeks ago. We had to revisit you. Oh, thank you so much. That pleases me. Mm-hmm. They loved your was- your rent and your mouth on the, on lap on lap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your mouth is quite popular, Bobby. Ooh. Jeez, oh. I should put that on business cards. <laughs> <laughs> I want to first I'll start by saying, welcome to Laugh and Learn, Bobby, again. Thank you so much. And I want to thank everybody in Pleasanton, California, in Northern California, San Mateo, San Francisco, Oakland, um, what, what else is that? Sacramento. You guys came out. We had four sold-out shows in Sacramento at, in Pleasanton at uh, Tommy T's, and I greatly appreciate you guys coming out to hang out with me. It was an experience. Thank you to my partner in crime, my co-host Memphis Will, who came and hosted the show, Sugar Up. Thank you to Cody Woods and JJ Wills. And I think her name is Heather, the other girl who was on the show. I'm I'm horrible with names. We had such an amazing time. It was such an amazing audience. Yonkers, New York, Yonkers Comedy Club, May 5th and 6th. Y'all up next on deck. On deck. Um, the Breakfast Club, May 1st through 5th, and Sherry Shepard, May 4th. So those are what's upcoming. Anywho, we got all that out the way. I appreciate you because I could not be playing on road without a wonderful, willing audience coming to see me. And I know I gave y'all your money's worth, and you're welcome. And thank you very much. Where we going, Bobby? Because let me start off with, what we starting off with? I don't want to go too you, you wanna? I think you wanted to talk about DeSantis. Well, that's heavy. Let me go light first. Let me go okay. light. What's light? Let me go light skin. Since I'm going light skin, let's start off with the dumbest bitch in captivity. That I was name just going to say. Marjorie Taylor Green with Envy, because that lady will not get the love that she wants. And they showed her her ass in New York last week when they indicted Trump. We're going to get to the indictment later down the line. But I love that she showed up thinking that she was going to have a rally, and they railroaded her ass up. Honestly, I'm glad she had some security around her because they had a lot of people out there that were protesting against her. She might have gotten hurt. I don't want to see her get hurt. I want to see her go sit her dumb ass down somewhere, but I don't want to see her get hurt. <laughs> no, no, true enough. It, because there were a lot of people. So there were there were definitely Trumpers or Trumplicans there. What I was more concerned is it would have been like a real type of riot situation where 
the non-Trumpers and the Trumpers got into it. And then she would have been involved in that because she was right up front leading, leading the march with her persecuted, not prosecuted speech. Um, like to her same old, same old, ridiculous, makes no sense. Well, it's coming. Rhetoric. It's coming, Bobby. Her time is coming. Her time is coming. And I don't mean to be attacked, but they're going to get rid of her because they're going to realize that she is riding on lies falsehood, deception, and bullshit. And that is what her platform is because she's uninformed. She does not know. She just baits, she just baits her base and gets them all riled up and rallied up. And then when she proved, she could, when they, they were interviewing her on 60 Minutes recently, she could not prove any of the points. Uh, Leslie Stahl, who I thought was, Leslie Stahl, who I thought was too soft on her, who did not give her the hard questions, who did not go after her, a wuss of, an, of a reporter, and it was a selective wolf, wolf because I've seen Leslie Stahl go in on, mm -hmm. on politicians and people. So I think it was a selective coward move on Leslie Stahl's part. And I like Leslie Stahl and I love 60 Minutes, but not this week when they interviewed Marjorie Taylor Greene. I thought it was some bullshit. Anywho, I'm going to get back to her later. I need to go here. I need to go to to um, um, First Lady, uh, Dr. Joe, Jill Biden. I want to come out in defense of speaking on Dr. Jill Biden and the whole situation with LSU and the Iowa basketball game. I want to say this from a black perspective, from a, a transgender person's perspective, and an American perspective. I have three perspectives on it. They all the same. I stand and ride with Dr. Jill Biden. Yep, I'm black, but I did not see the racist pull on that. The reason I believe my thoughts, my page, my goddamn podcast, and if you don't like it, push the X. The reason I thought that she did that was because of the climate that we live in now. Everybody seems to get a passive acknowledgement, A. B, I thought that she was showing great sportsmanship because I did not think that it was from a racist standpoint that she was saying, oh, well, because the black team won, we still going to invite the white team because there was not... At that late stage of the what what is it the uh, double it, a double A championship or what is it called something like that when they when they played all these games and they got down to the top oh two. the March Madness the whole yeah. the whole yeah. yeah I don't think that there was a winner and a loser even though there is a winner and a loser. I thought that was the first and second place and they beat out so many other teams to get there so I thought it showed good sportsmanship that she says hey we're going to invite you guys. But we're going to invite the other team, too, because they worked just as hard. Even though they did not win, they worked just as hard. This this is what I saw because, of, again, I'm looking for the positive. Now, had it been another person who we known to be racist or to be mm -hmm. uh, sidetracked or backstabbing, I would maybe go a different direction. But Dr. Jill Biden, to me, to me, has proven herself in so many years that she is a fair woman. She's a fair person. She uh, she And she admires other women. Those are all female teams. So on that, I know everybody got their argument and their disagreement and we welcome it here. But this is what I saw. And I'm telling you, I'm a conspiracy theorist and all of that. I just didn't get that from Dr. Jill. I did not get racist. Bobby, that's why I'm glad you're on the show because you're a white woman. You you can have <laughs> your different opinion. No, I don't. And I don't know a lot about this. Um, But but I, I my take is is the same as yours. I get from her always. She's always trying to be inclusive, inclusive, and include uh, you know everybody, both sides. In the climate that we're in, I can see her trying to bring people together, um, et cetera, et cetera. And I, so I, I don't get it as well. I don't know if something was said specifically, or it was just the invitation that they were upset with. 
Well, one of the young ladies from the winning team said that she didn't feel like that they should have been invited because had it been switched around and Iowa would have won, which is a predominantly white team, right. would they have still invited the black team? We don't know because they did we not win. We don't know, yeah. Exactly. And we won't know because they did not win. And it's just as a, but if we go back to the source, to the root, I'm going to say that as far as what I have seen with Dr. Jill Biden, the person that she has shown us, I see a very fair American. Now, that's not to say that, you know, it might not have been something else, but this is what she has presented to me. So that's all I'm saying. I'm giving her a pass because I like that. And I agree with that. And what's really sad is um, I I bet it will never happen again (laughs) because they won't want the controversy. So other people are going to lose out on the opportunity. Because, well, you know, that's, and that is the climate that you we have all created because it used to be you didn't win, you're gonna work harder, you're gonna come back next time, and you're gonna yeah. do better. But now everybody is so passe and so passive and crybaby, and feelings get hurt. You have to give everybody an honorable mention. What happened to the days of sink or swim? Now everybody gets a life, a, a life jacket. I'm like, oh, can we share it? Even in the Titanic, even in the Titanic, the, the, the guy we love. He didn't get a life jacket. He couldn't get up on the on the door. He had to die. Somebody got to somebody got to lose. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I remember when my my son first started playing and um playing sports, and they you know they came out and they tell you you know when they're very little, well we don't keep score, and I'm like, well what's the point? <laughs> well because we don't want them to think they're losers, but I'm like, but they are. Somebody's got to lose, and the kids yeah. have to do that with dignity because that's how life is gonna that's how life's gonna come at them. Um, so it's unfortunate. I think it was a nice olive branch if if she was, uh, inviting them. I feel sad because I am sure that the women next year, both teams won't get invited. You know, they'll have to say, well, we'll have to listen. People are upset, whatever. So I think somebody's going to end up losing out on this. So it's sad. I also feel badly for the person who felt that, um, that there was some sort of prejudice on both teams. I, I feel badly that she sees it that way. We are building a society of jellyfish. Good God, everybody is spineless. Oh, my God. That's the world we live in. So, first of all, congratulations to LSU. Also, congratulations to Iowa because they got a young white girl on that Iowa team. I can't think of her name, but that heifer can play that basketball. Oh, my God. She she plays like the last black brother in the hood. That thing can play. She is fantastic. I love that. So, yeah, and I and I hate the controversy, and I hate that that's where we are, Bobby. I hate that that's where we are as a society, but that is where we are as a society. And reason one of the reasons is because we have ridiculous governors who make ridiculous, uh, uh, pass ridiculous bills like that one in Florida, Ron DeSantis, with this new bill that he just passed, where Florida is about to become the wild, wild west. Because starting July 1st, you don't need a license. You don't need a, 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 a concealed weapons carry. You could just have your loaded weapon up under you and carry. You don't have to have any training or anything. It is going to become an all-out warfare in Florida. I believe that. I really believe that. They already had the stand-your-ground law. We saw what that happened with George Zimmerman. He stood his ground for somebody who wasn't even facing him at all and did not have a weapon and got away with murder. Here and now is a governor who's saying it's okay to carry your gun. It can be loaded. And if somebody crosses the line, you ain't got to have no license. You ain't got to have no training. You could just go for it. I wouldn't want to live in the state of Florida. It's no scary. It's very scary. I wouldn't either. Well, what I was amazed at is when I was looking at this, 26, they call it constitutional carry, right? So 26 states have this law. 
where you can, um, where you don't have to have any any type of permit training, nothing. Now, a lot of the states, I'm just looking at a map in front of me. A lot of the states are like the Midwest, like you know when the when the frontiersmen came through and you needed, or Colorado, right, where you go out and there's a bobcat when you're empty, you know, emptying out your trash or something. But I will say that your state of California and my state of Massachusetts, neither one, um, neither one is a constitutional carry. You have to have law, you have to have training, um, et cetera, et cetera. And Illinois too. So your old state, you have to, there's no constitutional carry there. A little shocking. They do have a few teeny tiny um, regulations. You still can't be a, a felon. There are certain misdemeanors that, that don't qualify for it. Um, but it, it's, it's pretty scary. And I, I agree. It's more scary to me in Florida. I think there's, there's a lot of crime in Florida and yeah, I, I don't want to be uh, going to visit Mickey Mouse. And then all of a sudden, because I, I didn't get the fast pass or I got the fast pass and the other guy didn't that I get, you know, you end up getting Hell. shot over something stupid. Hell, you worry about the other guy. Mickey Mouse might have a gun up under his costume. Who I know, right? <laughs> you got Donald Duck. <laughs> He's dead. He's got something. Um, yeah, no, it is. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't know. It, I don't see in any of the reading that I've done that they have more shootings in those states. But I don't know if they're just not re being reported or I just can't find it. You know. Um, but uh, Florida sends such a disparaging message to America right now. When the climate that we in with all these mass shootings every every week, I would say every other week, but every week, hell, every other day, and with these kids dying in schools, it's sending the worst message at this time. I don't understand, but that uh, also on the flip side of that, to me as a voting American, it shows that DeSantis is popular in Florida. Oh, I would say in Florida, they love him in Florida. Well, good. Um, keep him, keep him in Florida, which means that the other fifty-one states or the other fifty states won't want his ass because yeah. he's only popular in Florida. And if he decides to throw his hat in the ring for presidency, I think he's even too extreme for the Republican Party after what Trump has done. I think he's even too extreme for them. Yeah, no, I think yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the whole thing seems crazy to me. I'll tell you the other thing that I thought of. Because one of the, the reasons somebody couldn't get a gun or one of the stipulations, so it's, we talked about felony, but also if you were convicted for domestic abuse, I'm like, ladies, please, if, if you're under any type of domestic abuse, uh, report it so that, that he doesn't get a gun at least, or at least legally doesn't get a gun. Um, it, it's super scary to me. I, it, you know, super, super scary to me, but I'm in a, I'm in a state. I can't even get a, I can't even get a, a taser. I have to apply for a gun gun permit and it takes forever to even try to get it, which I've done. And I still don't have it. You know, so we don't have, we probably don't have as many legal guns here and we certainly don't have concealed. Yeah. Uh, listen, they got, Oh, I see this Aaron. They got a lot going on. We, I'm going to get to that. Um, with, with back to Florida with the Santas. I don't know. And I know Florida does love him. They vote him in, but the other, mm -hmm. the other, with, with all the foolishness that Trump has pulled, I don't think the other states have wanted DeSantis to be the, the president of the United States because he showed too much extreme, too much extreme. And he's he's anti. I mean, he's trying to put in all sorts of um, regulations about no abortion, no birth control, no, you know, Jesus, he's got something in. So you can't even say the word period. 
So how are girls going to learn? How are they going to talk to each other? That's how you, when you learned half your stuff was when you're in the bathroom with your girlfriends. Um, and you can't discuss any of that. It, it's ridiculous. He, to me, he's extreme that way. Um, yeah. Robbie, you said 26 states where you can carry without any, I'm, make sure you send me a list of those states. I don't want to travel to those states and do stand up. You know, I could be a little reckless on stage. I don't know if somebody got something in the audience or not. <laughs> I know. I'll tell you, I almost, it's the truth. Flame. I almost passed out. Like I thought it was going to be maybe five states. And I figured Wyoming like that. I was super, um, super shocked to see how many, you know, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Utah, Arizona. Oh, the Mormons don't have to. Don't have to have anything. Sweet Mary. Yeah, crazy. The Mormons are not violent people. They like, oh, to so have, far. Well, they like to get it in, though. They have like 30, 40, 60 kids. They like to do some other things. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, but hey, even if it's your kids, your kids are aggravating you. If, you. if that gun was sitting there some days, let me tell you, I might be, hmm. <laughs> well, the newest meltdown is about to be whether the teachers can carry in school or not. As a parent right. with a student that's in high school, um, I feel I feel I feel a lot of different ways about that situation, Bobby. On one hand, I feel like yes, they should be allowed to have a, a gun, but then I need to know the temperament or the of the teacher. I need to know what kind of day the teacher had. You cannot you can't report that in every day when you're a police officer. You have to call in and see what color what's the color of the day or whatever. You don't right. know what kind of day this teacher has had. And one student come and aggravate that student, and he don't necessarily go after that student. But the next one that aggravates him would be to get the brunt of all of the frustration right. that he had from someone. It is it is scary, but I also really realize that teachers are humans. They have families. They have children. They are people. You know, who's protecting them? It is it is it is so many different components to look at that and i don't i can't say but if i was a teacher if i was a teacher i would need your permission to carry a gun with the way with the way we living in right now i'm gonna be strapped because guess what i don't know who's gonna come in and decide they want to shoot up a school like right. two weeks like last week after the young person who went and shot up the damn school talking about they were treated badly in the school 16 years ago Nigga, if you don't go lay on the couch and get some Dr. Field therapy or some Ayala Van Sant, it's out of control, Bobby. It's out of control. I, I, I for you're just saying that, talking about the school shootings, I'm, I am with you. I, I don't know if there, if we had to, like, if, uh, I don't know how opposed I am if there was a locked something in the room and, you know, if they hear shooting, they go in and they, I, I don't know about, about as far as moods go, they might have to have like a mood ring. Remember those when we were kids? Maybe oh, have yeah, a mood yeah. outfit that would tell your mood. Um, but uh, something that I would be fearful of is um, I have teachers in my family. And, um, I mean, the kids are mouthier than they've ever been. They're more violent. They're threatening the other kids in the class. You wouldn't want to have um, a weapon in the classroom when a kid could reach in and cap another kid just because he took his iPod or he or whatever or just looked the wrong way or just didn't like them. So I, I, I have mixed emotions. I can see both sides of it um, because I'm thinking when I'm thinking about a gun in the classroom, I'm thinking about the teacher protecting the, the other children that are in the classroom, not even necessarily themselves. Um, but, uh, you know, then you've got to worry about how easily how easily can you get to it? Because some of these kids, will, you know, they can break into anything, even if it was locked. Hmm. And with the pandemic, they sat at home and figured out how to break in things that they didn't even know they wanted to break into. Look, look, like the internet. Ooh, 
Speaking of breaking into and the internet, ooh, let's go here. So the the um the creator of um of um what is it called of Cash App was found stabbed to death recent two days ago in San Francisco, and then the government comes out with their own version of Cash App, which is called uh what is it called Fed what Fed Now Fed Now. Which means that they're gonna monitor your money. And Bobby, you brought up a very valid point before we talked. I didn't think about that. So when people send birthday gifts and people send gifts for college, you know, donations or whatever, so they're gonna tax that. They just wanna have a monopoly on all the money. Is that is that what is that where we're going? That means so prostitution. So if I turn a twenty dollar trick, I gotta give you three dollars in taxes. You didn't do none of the in work. Ten cents. Three three dollars and ten cents. You ain't do none of the work. You ain't even unzip the pants. Good God. <laughs> no, it is. I think we don't know enough about what's coming out, but I feel like that a year ago we all got some sort of notification about Venmo and all and Zelle and all of that as far as transferring money that somebody is gonna be watching it. Um but I, I just don't know now does the taxes automatically come through or do you have to list something? Um, you know, as a gift versus, I feel like they do have more control or they have more, I won't say control. This will give them more eyes on our money and how we spend and what we, where we want to send it. And so there's no, there's no like slipping someone a few extra dollars because they're having a tough time. Somebody's going to see that. Well, um, it's all they're trying to switch money to uh, that uh, cryptocurrency and all that kind of, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it. I, I, I think I'm too old. I don't get, what do you mean figurative money? So if I figuratively owe you some money that I don't, I can just magically send you, don't you, don't you have to buy the cryptocurrency with something? So is it really, I don't get it. I don't know, but I'm telling you a, a good old dollar bill, about two, five or 6 million of them right now do me right. I hold on to man. Oh my God. I'd make a mattress out of it. I'd be sleeping on it, rolling <laughs> up on it every night. I, I, I feel so, my worth. We're so sad by that, but Bobby, it's so many people who like the guy who created was it cryptocurrency or whatever. So many of these guys who create these these components are coming up missing or dead. It, you know, and we don't want to go in with a conspiracy theory, but it just looks very conspiracy conspiracy theoryist. Yeah. Uh, it it does. It's a little. It's a little scary. Now, the, for the for the cash app guy, did they catch anybody? Not that I know of. I haven't seen on. The news I didn't. I haven't heard it either. And stabbing is very personal. A stabbing is very right. Personal. And it's messy. And it's it's um. You know, you have to get in there. Their blood is on your hands. There's yeah. there's chance of slippage. You know, so it's very emotional because the, the once it gets wet, the the knife tends to slip and cut your hand. And, um, it, and it wasn't one stabbing. It wasn't a one stab and run. It was multiple stabbings, which means that you had to think about that. That was methodical. Yeah, sit and plan it. And, and did they take anything off of them? Like, we never got any of those details. You know what, what's so unfortunate? They re, People report these crimes to us, so we're made aware of it. But there's never any follow-up, and we never know the outcome. Yeah. So, you know, Joe Schmo gets killed. But did you actually catch the killer? And what was the reason? Was it because they were schizophrenic? Was it because they were looking for the Rolex on his on his wrist? Is it because he was sleeping with somebody's partner? Or, you know, it, it would be a little nice if we could have some sort of, maybe that's a new profession, a little follow-up for the for the or, what's or, being reported. I or love was, it. Or was it because Cash App was in your way? Ooh. Ooh, now there is a conspiracy <laughs> there, right? 
I'm just saying out loud what some other people are thinking. Is this that bad cash out with Ginger Way? I'm asking for a friend, an American friend, but a friend nevertheless. <laughs> are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points? Or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Speaking of being an American, the American justice system. Just this week, two days ago, twice impeached, one term president, Donald J. Trump was indicted. He made history again. Now, when I tell you he is the one history making president, he can make history. It may not always be for the right reasons, but he damn sure keep making history. Was indicted on 34 counts of, uh, uh, 34 charge counts of charges. Uh, I think some of them are felonies, right? That's what we're saying. So that's the funny thing is, is I felt like um, that the DA sort of wet our whistle brag and he kind of, well, the one thing he wasn't doing was he wasn't bragging. He wasn't giving us a lot of information. So they did unseal and they showed the 34 counts. And it was each time that he, he, they wrote something down incorrectly, et cetera, et cetera. But he didn't give us a lot of uh, which ones are which ones are felonies, which ones are misdemeanors, which ones are. He said um, that that will be that will come out in in um, in the courtroom in Manhattan. So he's already alluding to the fact that he's not going to let it be reassigned to Staten Island, where there where Trump might get a fairer trial. Um, and I was also surprised with the people who came out. Uh, you know, people, as we know, are up in arms over all this. And uh, the, the Republicans are standing behind him. Even people like John Bolton and Mitt Romney, who have both been um, very negative towards him and sort of disgusted. Uh, but they're, I think they're more so disgusted with with that this was even brought forward. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. And technically, I don't think they're, I don't think that they're upset with Alvin Bragg. I, I pray for Alvin Bragg and his family, for the safety of Alvin Bragg and his family. Excuse me. Yes. Also, the judge and his family, True. the prosecutor and his family, because what's so gangster about Trump? <laughs> I said it on break. I said it on they ready twenty nineteen that he was gangster. The judge told him do not discuss this case. He left the courtroom, yeah. got on his private plane, flew back to Mar-a-Lago, held a press conference, and did exactly what he was told not to do, with no consequences thus far. No, absolutely. He didn't want anything that was good that was going to incite violence or et cetera, et cetera. Um, and he went right ahead. And what I really didn't like and, and, and spoke about all of them. And I didn't I felt like this whole the whole speech that Trump had was it was a loss for him because he could have handled that in a different way. Instead of his same old rhetoric where he complains about everybody and he mm-hmm. takes his ball and he stomps his foot and everybody is wrong but him. Um, he went and not only um, mentioned not only just this case, which is where he should have left it. He did. He mentioned his other one, the ones in Wisconsin, and um, he just he should have kind of let it alone. He had to bring in the family members. So no, the judge, the judge's daughter, he had to talk about. He had to bring in the Bidens naturally, the Bidens' whole family and their two dogs and their cat. You know, talk about them. He had to bring it all in. Whereas if he handled this. In my opinion, if he handled it a little differently and spoke to the parts that none of us really like about this particular case, you know, did he do the stuff and he was wrong? Yes. 
is this really one aware on bookkeeping? You want to hang your hat on bookkeeping? Yeah. Um, no, I'd rather get him for the insurrection, right? Or, or some of the horrific stuff that he's done. If he had spoken about that and how he felt that that was unjust, he might have brought in flame more of the people that he lost the last time around, the independents. Because mm -hmm. they, they might have gone, all right, that was reasonable. That was a reasonable argument. Nope. He had to, um, I, he had to pout. I felt like he did have far less energy. He also wasn't even um, energizing his base. That was all there waiting for the, you know, the crazy Trump talk. I think that, you know, being fingerprinted must be exhausting or something, or maybe he just can't believe it actually came to that. But he didn't seem, seem to have the same energy um, with that speech either. So I'm agreeing with everything that you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was what a lost opportunity there for him. He definitely he definitely lost the opportunity to put himself in a position since he has been the only Republican candidate to throw his head in the ring to run for president. Mm -hmm. He could have got garnered so many new, like you said, so many new voters. He mm -hmm. could have because he, but he went at it completely the wrong way. Now, here's the killer, Bobby. I know some of my fans are not going to understand me saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. As an American, I also don't like the shame of us indicting a, pres a former president. Mm -hmm. I think on the outside looking in, it looks shameful as we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. And it's shameful right. that we have to indict one of our former leaders. And I'm not saying that I, he would lead, led me nowhere because but he was the president of these United States, and I am an American United States citizen. So he was yep. still at one point in time in charge of this country. I hate the way that looks on, you know, optically to us because it makes us look weak. It makes us look defeated. It makes us look unprofessional as a country and at sitting ducks. But I don't like the crimes that he has gotten away with and all the bullshit that he didn't pull. So I get it from that aspect. Do I want him to go to jail? I don't care whether he goes to jail or not, Bobby. That's the truth. What I do not want for Donald J. Trump is to ever be able to hold public office in these United yeah. States again. That's I'm all right I you. really want. That's all I really yeah. want. Me too. And then hit him. I feel like this could have. Now, I'm not an attorney, so I don't know all the ins and outs of the law. And I do feel like he has to be told that he is no better than the rest of us. That said, I feel like they could have hit him in his pocketbook with this stuff. You can't hit him in you his pocket. Find him. Well, here's the killer. You can't hit him in his pocket because all he has to say is, they after me. Girl, he raised $6 million in two days. Oh, I know. so he would have paid for the fines. But at least <laughs> at least we'd go on, we'd go on um, record as he was punished for whatever he had. If this was somebody else, me or you, and maybe the answer would be, if it was me or you, we'd be in the same position that he is now. But if it was, if we, if they would have just had a, 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 another powerful person pay fines or get a slap on the wrist or whatever, I feel like he should be getting the same thing. I think the time, effort, energy, and money should be placed getting him for for um, you know Georgia or any of the other any of the other um, uh, you know cases that he is coming forward. I feel like that's what they should be focusing on, not necessarily this one. Um, but anyway, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't think he's, he had as many people out there supporting him as he thought. Oh, absolutely. I thought that was a little surprising. Oh, absolutely. And he not. certainly isn't going to get any off the speech he made. He is not going to get any, um, any presidential nomination off of that. So he, he's, he's should be rounding up and, um, 
figuring out where he made mistakes, but he's, he's too big headed. What I did notice, and I don't know if you did, is see how few family members were there for him? Oh, yeah. And hats off to, hats off to the city of New York for showing up and letting him know, we don't want mm-hmm. you here. And listen, for, for the people that he thought was coming to rally for him, he had more people, Marjorie Taylor Greene had more people protesting against her than he had rallying for him. So technically, Marjorie won this round, boo. <laughs> Honest to God. I mean, that is the truth. And I thought it was funny. I saw I saw Lindsey Graham. Honest to God, he looked like Jerry with the kids trying to raise money. If you could send $10, if you could send $5, send $1, I'll get it to him. <laughs> uh, if you can't, just pray. I'm like, uh, Lindsay, I think you're going to have to pray, honey. He's, a, he's a, um, a billionaire or a millionaire, and you're raising money off the backs of people who don't have two cents. You're asking them for their last dollar or five dollars for what? Campaign for um, counseling fees? Uh, I don't think so. Well, what I, what I will respect about Donald Trump is he has found a lost people because lost people follow lost people. And you're lost and donating. Y'all still donating to Stop the Steal when Biden has been the president for more than three and a half years. Please tell me why that makes sense. Y'all still donating the money to that. Some people are just buffoons and just really don't know. I think people really just don't know about I hate to say people are dumb or stupid. I well, and yeah, some of them really are dumb and stupid. But I think they really uninformed. We'll say uninformed. That's that's the white people version. Let me say my version. Yeah. You're dumb and stupid. <laughs> you keep donating money to a cause that will never happen. That is like pushing a rock up a hill that you can't even hold the rock because it's too heavy. It will constantly crush your ass. And he is constantly crushing his people. But I'll tell you, I didn't see leadership like Kevin McCarthy. Geez, Trump worked tirelessly before trying to get him in, right? Where's Kevin McCarthy? I, you know, I don't hear him well, begging for, well, begging he got, for help for, for him. Well, after 15 votes, he got in by the skin of his teeth. Good God. So who the hell with him? Between him and that ten, Clarence Thomas, who they're trying to get off the bench right now, you should have got him off the bench when Anita Hill told y'all he was trying to smash her. You know he had to go home to the funny-looking wife every night because I don't care that she was white. I, I know some beautiful white women, Bobby included. But, baby, it's the uh, funny-looking one. And he married the funny-looking one because that white wife is the funny-looking. Not funny, funny. Oh, I just can't believe well, they're – Jesus, they were a big, fancy vacation. It'll be interesting to see what happens and what comes out with that. Um, but they'll be, they'll be – you know, uh, people will be saying that's all politically motivated, too. No, if you do do a crime, you should you should lose your seat. And and nobody he knows the rules better than anybody. You can't take big fancy vacations yeah. from your top donors. Um, but we'll see we'll see what comes out. That'll be a stay tuned. We'll have to talk about that another day. For sure. Oh um, my God, it's a lot going on. It's a lot. 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 It is a lot. I'm looking. I we got. I, I think it was in Wisconsin. One of the one of the positive things for the um, for the Democrats is I think we got a like in the Wisconsin Supreme Court or whatnot whatever they call it uh, they uh, they've got a Democrat judge now that 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 was put into place which was great I think it was in Milwaukee but I I can't remember so I probably yes. shouldn't be talking it was, it was, about it, but I thought it was, that was terrific it was definitely in Milwaukee so I said oh one one little it's so it's a it's a big long hill to climb up inch by inch hopefully we'll at least I just want to be in a level playing ground. I don't want to have necessarily have control. I just want there to be 
a level playing ground. And congratulations to the new mayor of Chicago who just won. We just got a new mayor in the city of Chicago. They ousted Lori Lightfoot and we got a new mayor, a black guy too. What was his name? And so he's the new mayor of uh, Chicago and they they thought the other guy was going to win. But uh, Chicago showed up and rallied out. I hope that we get they make some changes in Chicago because Chicago's crime is really bad. It was. Uh, it, what about the new guy? Do, do you think he's anybody that you know? No, cause I don't know. Listen, I want. I said, give me. Um, Brandon Johnson is a Brandon Johnson. That's is his that name. Just, that's his name. Uh huh. My and computer is it's just doing the circle with that. And he won. Okay. He, he beat Paul Ballas. Paul Ballas was the front runner, but Paul Ballas has been in government in Chicago for many, many years, and ain't done jack in all of them years. So I love that the people remember. We had you in office for years, and you ain't done shit. What makes us think you're gonna change? So they did not vote him for mayor of Chicago. So hats off to Chicago for seeing the real. If we could just get Georgia in the little small area that Marjorie Taylor Greene works in to see that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, well, she does. I mean, I got to give her credit. She, I mean, I keep saying to you, I feel like she needs a hairbrush. Somebody needs to, to pull her aside and say, all right, let's cut the debt off and let's run something through it, honey. Um, but they seem to keep vote, voting her in. And she she reminds me, I said it to you before, just earlier, she reminds me of like Sarah Palin where she just talked about nothing. And even when she was, she's pointedly asked questions, she doesn't come up with the answer. It's like she said, deer in the headlights. She's looking for someone to kind of bail her out. Um, so, but, but I don't know. I need, I need everybody in Georgia to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. And uh, there's got to be somebody, I don't care if it's Republican, there's got to be, you've got to have somebody that, that's better than she is. They don't have Kool-Aid. They don't have Kool-Aid in Georgia. They have sweet tea. I need y'all to make that tea a little bit bitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly a oh little a little something. It it's is, something else that we, you had mentioned earlier was about Pence. Uh, you want to talk about? Yeah. So Mike Pence has declined. Um, he is not going to not um, testify on the January sixth hearings mm -hmm. because he had the option. Of, he's going to go for. I think. And I think on that aspect that Mike Pence, I don't know what he's going to say because I understand that a lot of them who don't even agree with some of the things that or some of the tactics that Trump has done, they also have rallied behind Trump because they don't like that the government is going after Trump. I'm telling you, from and that's from an American standpoint, and I'm black, Bobby. Ooh, did you know that? Did you know I was black? I don't know, but thanks for telling me. As a black American, I don't like that either because... What it does, like I said, it makes us look weak to the rest of the world. I understand that he needs to be reprimanded. He needs to be put in a place for the crimes that he has committed, allegedly. But I just hate the way that that makes us look as a nation, honestly. That and it, do it does make us look weak, but this was kind of tricky. So I, I know that Pence was in and out of court because he wanted to go on the speech and debate clause that's in the Constitution, which gives, um, it's, it's intended to protect like the separation of powers. But so he was more honing in on not as executive privilege as much as um, he because he was the vice president or the president of the um, of the Senate. So he was acting on that that mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. So they're they're going to let him. He's going to speak very pointedly, meaning it's going to have a small scope what he's going to discuss. Yeah. He's going to discuss what happened that day, the election, you know, the overturning of or trying to overturn the election but not any of other of Trump's crimes or, you know, the alleged crimes that he's out there for. And we never um, want to lose that, sight on the fact that this is the same vice president that his sitting the sit at the time when he was the sitting vice president and mm -hmm. the sitting president had the people 
rally up and say, kill Mike Pence. To, to actually, they were out there protesting to actually- I think that's him. why he's talking, right, Flame? Don't you think that's why he's actually agreed he's not gonna fight the subpoena? I think that's one of the reasons that he's gonna talk. Mm, I, I, I still think he's completely enamored with him. I don't know what it is. I don't know what former President Trump has on everybody, why people are so terrified of him. I don't but, know, but I would, um, love, I would love to get a hold of those dictionaries, a hold of those journals. I know Trump got all the goods. I, you know, oh, he's got pictures. Forget journals. He's got video picture, video uh, journals. Uh, he he doesn't them. have anything. Uh -uh. Yeah. He, he ain't Show got and them. tell. He ain't got them, Bobby. He got them, but he he put them in. They in that grave with uh, that ex wife on that on that golf Probably. course. Probably. Yeah, he got them out there. I know, right? She's sleeping on them. She, <laughs> <laughs> rotten on them. God bless her. Oh my God, Jesus, um, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know, it's, she, it's not just for me. See, I was the black one saying horrific things. I had the white lady saying them too, so it was fair. <laughs> <laughs> but she, yeah, no, but she, he's got something on somebody. But I, I'll be interested to see what he says. I, I, I'm not a Pence fan, but I don't think that, especially about this, I don't, uh, my gut tells me he's not going to lie about it. He might try not to give as much detail, but I think that I think Pence was terrified, especially when he came out and he saw everything that we've seen so far in the news about it. It was so much worse yeah. than, and I'm sure it, because he's involved in the case, he might be privier. His his legal team might have a little bit more information and feeding it to him to see, you know, how how close he came to being to being harmed. Well, wasn't that wasn't that far? Yeah. Well, if January six wasn't enough to shake him up. After the attack yeah. of Paul Pelosi, that probably recovered right. because he had to think this could have been my wife. This could have been my family. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Because Trump has released, has, has put out the dog whistle and the bait. And some of these fanatics are just that. They are fanatical. And the vice president, I found. So do you remember when um, uh, uh, now President Biden, then vice president Biden was campaigning? And he had some crazy nuts kept coming up on the stage. And you saw his wife, five foot two, the little blonde bomber. She'd be going after them. And I kept saying, where the hell is the Secret Service? I couldn't believe. I said, this is a shameful day for the Secret Service. Yeah. It wasn't. They have, vice presidents have a very limited, I don't, I, I, I don't want to quote it because I, I haven't read, the, read it in a little while. I think it's only two years worth of Secret Service, um, Secret Service protection. So Pence is, he's done. So we're two years in. So he's got to be, if that's the case, he's done with his secret service, service protection. So he's got to do something to try to protect himself and his family. Mother. Mother. He's going to gonna, he's gonna, he gonna have to give mother a shank. Something. <laughs> Speaking of shanks, I want to say this before we leave after learning today. I just, I'm hoping that you guys are paying attention to what is happening in this country. I know y'all, y'all worried about these weapons and weapons and weapons. At this late stage of the game, I am not pushing violence. I am not pushing to run. A lot of people are petrified of, of, of guns. A lot of people are terrified to, to men and women, most, a lot of women, but a lot of men are, just don't want the violence because they know what a gun does, the entailments of it. But sometimes you're going to have to start thinking long-term for you, the protection of you and your family, because it's almost coming to a point that you don't want to be caught without it. And I hate to push that, but you don't, that, that is where they're pushing in Florida. I don't need, other, and there's 25 other states that's like that. I, w I don't need the rest of the country to be like that. I travel to different states in the country, some that have that policy. So do you, Bobby. 
I don't want to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And if something happens to me, God forbid, nobody is being, there's no reprehension behind it. You, you just shot me in because I was at the wrong place and you get, you just go on with your life. I will hunt the hell out of you. I want you to know I will hunt the hell out of you. You'll never sleep. <laughs> Every time you go to sleep, I'm going to I'm gonna pull my penis out and lay it on your forehead. <laughs> but so gotta vote people i mean that's what it comes down to you yeah. don't like stuff you don't like what's happening in your area in your town in your state um city whatever you gotta vote yeah vote for it you know vote for what you want to see and then hopefully hope enough people are voting along your way as well and again, but it is scary and again don't vote your future the future looks very bleak vote your present because the present will make changes so that you will have a future and you won't have mm -hmm. to relive the past vote your present because they're doing it right in your face in real time it ain't like they're planning it they're doing it in your face in real time so vote what you see right now Thank you, Bobby Clifford, for joining me here on Laugh and Learn this week. I Thank appreciate you. you, Bobby. You're so smart. Oh, my God. you Y'all should see Bobby right now. She looks like Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl. Oh, <laughs> is my nose that big? No, not the nose, the <laughs> hair. The guy. You gonna come up, I love Babs. Don't do that. I love Babs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here at Laugh and Learn, we have a motto that we will say each and every day until God take the breath out of my body. Here at Laughing Land, we are not trying to get you to change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind because the mind is a terrible thing to waste. If you see it and you feel comfortable with it, let it be your decision. I know the masses might look good to you and everybody, but if you don't feel it right in your DNA, in your spirit, in your constitution, you do not have to go along to get along. You can be an individual. Did you know that? That you could be the only you? Oh my God, I said something brilliant there. You could be the only you. I know, right? It's just It seems so easy for some of y'all to just go along with everybody else. The day I do that, take me up out of here. This is Flame on Road. Thank you, Bobby Clifford. You can follow Bobby Clifford on Clifford Bobby on all her social media platforms. Bobby is about to do some sit down. Not stand up because she going to sit down. But she about to do some <laughs> sit down. <laughs> Comedy. And we are here for it. We're encouraging Bobby. We're pushing forward. And we can't wait for her to first do it so she can come back on Laugh and Learn to tell us all about it. Ooh. Thank you, Aaron. Catch me at Yonkers Comedy Club, May 5th and 6th. I'm co-hosting The Breakfast Club, May 1st through 5th. I'm doing Sherry Shepard's show, May 4th. Uh, I'm at Free Voices each and every Monday night at the World Famous Hollywood Laugh Factory with my co-host Memphis Will at 7.30 p.m. This is season three of Laugh and Learn. Listen to us on iHeart under the Black Effect Network, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast at. I'm on all social media platforms at Flame Monroe, except on Instagram, I'm backwards, I'm Monroe Flame. And yes, we are doing a love lounge. So this that's what we're doing. Thank you, Bobby Clifford. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. God bless America. God bless all the Flamettes and everybody within the sound of my listening ear. Listen, the, the critical race theory that they're talking about or the critical thinking that you do needs to come from your brain, from your heart, and from your understanding. Nobody else's. This is Flame Monroe. Peace. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Row. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. 
Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.